0: Parshes Vayeshev, Shlishi, that's Perik Lamed Zayin, Posik Gimel, chapter 37, verse 23, Vayi kasher bo Yosef elechov. And it was when Yosef came towards his brothers, Vayavshitu es Yosef eskutantei, so the uh, brothers uh, undressed Yosef his shirt and as Kisoynas hapasi masher olav the uh, colored Kisoinus, the striped Kisoynas that was on him. So Zavashi, two things. The Post says they undressed him Kutontoy, and then it says as kisoynes hapasim. It's not the one and the same, but rather these are two uh, kutoynes. As kutontoy zokrashi that is uh that is the shirt. As kisoynes hapasim, the striped uh, kisoynes, uh, the striped shirt or the striped tunic. Who that is the one that his father added to him more than his brothers. So then it's as Kutontoy the regular shirt, and then as kutonis hapasimashar all of this special striped kutonis that the father has given to him. dalit and they took him. So they took uh, Yosef and they threw him into the uh, pit, the haboyr reik, and the pit was empty, ein boimoyim. There was no water there. So this seems to be a duplicate language, because it says haboyr reik, the boy was empty. So we know ein boimoyim. Says Rashi, Aboyrek reik ein boimoyim, mimash mashenemar vhaboyr reik from. We understand from what it says that the pit was empty any don't I know that there is no water why was it necessary why was it necessary to teach us the verse to continue saying after saying ready the pit was empty it says there is no water in there and that is to tell us although we're saying that the boy there was no water boy there was, was no water in the uh, boy. But snakes and corp- scorpions were in that pit. And uh, that we learn out. So when it means empty, it's empty from water. Uh, so this it qualifies the emptiness. That is empty of water. But yet there were other things there. So... Um, Apparently, Rumi didn't know that there was Nechashim Akrabim, because, or else, he would be condemning him to death also, right? According to Rashi, Rashi says Rumi wanted to save him. So, why is the Possek telling us uh, that there was Nechashim Akrabim? So, why? Is this, is this the Possek telling you? Or this is the brothers saying, the brothers knew that Berekim Berekim? But, uh, if, so again, so it was mashma that the Reuven didn't know probably because otherwise it would be endangering him. But why does the Torah need to tell us that the pit they had any, uh, and uh, and that, that the pit had snakes and, <coughs> and scorpions in it? But the Torah wants to tell us that he was saved miraculously too. Maybe that's the reason the Pesach was saved miraculously. Pesach So they sat down to eat a meal, to eat bread, Lachem usually means a, meat, a meal of bread. Rashi already said it before. So they raised, they lifted up their eyes, so they raised, they up their eyes. and they saw, behold, a caravan from Yishmailim, Gilad, was uh, coming from Gilad. And their camels, they were carrying, uh, these are spices of. Of uh, different kinds of spices. They are carrying them to bring them down to Egypt. That's where they were going. They're coming from Gilod. They're going towards Egypt with these spices. They're going to sell them there. What does means Rashi, Kitar as the Tagum translates it? Shayeres. That's a uh, caravan. A caravan means a bunch, like a group of people together those who go it's called an arachas because those who travel on the way arach is away. so it's called an arachas and the camels were carrying what these, these spices so why Why did the Torah publicize what they were carrying who cares exactly what they were carrying to the storyline wasn't the game what they were carrying the to teach us, to let us know the reward of the righteous. That it is not unusual for the Arbaim, the Ishmaelim, to carry Elon Neft vi Itron. Rather, they usually carry uh, this uh, neft, uh, neft and tar. Uh, these are very bad, Sharikh I have a bad smell. And for this one, for Yosef, it happened to come across that it was b'somim. So you should not get damaged by the bad smell. What is Trashi That nechois is not a particular type of besamim, but nechois means kinusei any collection of many spices. It's called nechois. Nechois means a collection of spices. V'chein, in Malachim Beis, Perichot Pasquit by V'yareim is called Beis Nechoiso. He showed them the whole story of place of Nechoiso, of, of spices. Markachas uh, B'somov, the compounding of his spices. V'unklus Tirgimoy L'shoin Shaiva, and renders it as meaning wax. He says Nechois means wax in particular. Rashi says Nechois, Rashi thinks that it means a collection of different spices. The tsari, Zaktarashi, tsari, that's a sap. Now you say this in the Dhamnin, you know, Hatsari Matsipoidim. So tsari, Zaktarashi, this is a sap, Hanoitsev Mate Haktav, which drips from the balsam trees. Vuhu, and that is shmois Lamed, Pasik Lamed Dalid, Natov. Hanim name Samonaktairis. That's the Natov, which is counted together with the ingredients of the incense. Valoit. They were again the three, and then the right? loit. says that the loit is called lutris. Lutris shmoy. It's called lutris. Vilshoi Mishnah in the language of the Mishnah. In Shvi Zayin Mishnah Vav. But Rabbi Seinu Pirshuha and our teachers, uh, the sages defined it. It's a root of an herb. Vilshoi Ishturzuya or it's a uh, called saflul in Mishachas Nidachas Alright, some kind of a, of, a, of a spice. So now Yehuda speaks up. Yehuda, Yehuda says Allah to his brothers. What kind of gain? game? That will kill our brother. We'll kill him in the pit. You know, okay, we won't do it ourselves, we'll die there. Vichisinu and will cover up his blood. Ma Betza, meaning... what? you didn't know what he would do here. Ma Betza, Ma Momin. What kind of a money? Kitagume, like the Targum says. V'chisilu ez domme, and then we will... V'naulim e Spisossi will conceal his death. What kind of gain are we going to have in this? So what does he advise Yehuda? So Yehuda says, apparently Yehuda had a leadership, as we're going to see later on, that Yehuda was uh, later on uh, singled out because he uh, he, had, uh, the, uh, he had that leadership and I had leadership quality, and in the end, Yehuda became the king. Pasuk of Zion. so he says like this: lechu come or go, Binim kerenu la Let's go and let's sell him to the Ishmaelim. Because remember, these were the Ishmaelim that were going in this wagon, right? There was the Ishmaelim that Archas Ishmaelim was the, was going there, right? And uh, so let's sell him." and let our hands not be in him in other words we shouldn't touch him because he's our flesh he's our brother, our flesh and his brothers listen to him they accept it from him so means they listen Listen means you listen means you just heard it but to listen means that you accept it time we say the heard, which means you accept it, like this one, like it says before in Perikov Khesposik Zain, Fa Yishma he listened to his father. And uh Shmoy Khovdal Zain Nase will do and we will listen, mean accepting. Biturgam, that's translated as "nekabel," We accept upon ourselves. The Khoshu Shmiya Soizba, when you talk about your hearing, your ear hears it only. You go in, like for example, they heard God's voice walking in the garden, or Rivka Shemas, or heard, uh, which is in Paraklamadei Pesukov Beis, or Yisrael, and Yisrael heard, which is Shemoyz Tezayin Pesuk Yud Beis, Shema or no? Oh no! That over there is Vaishma Yisrael, and Shemoyz Tezayin Beis Shemati Estchaltes as Tlunais, uh, I heard the complaints, Kula Mitargimin V'Shamas, they are translated, they heard, 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 not accepted so when Vayishwim means accepting, it's V'kabilus when it just means they heard, it's Vishama. Shmiri kadamai it was heard before me the only thing is, uh, I have a little problem with the with the uh, when it says Shomaitis, Tlunas, I heard the complaints over oh, there is not He just heard I accept no no, it doesn't mean accept, it means he's just heard. yeah. Because yeah, accept the complaints mean he would accept what they were complaining about. Ches. So now Vayavru annoshim Midyonim soikharim. Now this is getting a little confusing here. Now it says that men who were midyonim, okay, that were they were midnight men, not anymore uh and not, but there was Midyanite men, Soikharim. Uh, they were merchants, they pulled, they, and they lifted, as Yosef abair, Yosef from the pit, they sell Yosef to the Ishmaelim. so they sent Yosef, Yosef made his trip to Mitzrayim, to be the Ishmaelim, but he was pulled up by the Minyanim, they, they did it for 20 silver, they paid the brothers 20 silver, by Yaviyu as Yosef Mitzrayim, and they brought Yosef to Egypt, so in other words, Rashi is going to tell us what over here... The people brought him. No, to so the Ishmaelim that we learned before, those are the people that brought him. But who pulled him out was Midyonim. So they didn't sell him initially to the Midyanim, to the Ishmaelim. The brothers sell them, let's do Rashi. This is another caravan. And the Pasik teaches you that he was sold many times. Now, I don't know whether Rashi means to say, Rashi means to say, uh, because the Mufarshi do bring down, as we'll say, you know, that he was sold many times. But let's do Bayim Shechu. So, who pulled him out, Tukht Rashi? That's Yaakov, as Yisraim bin Aboyr. And they, Bayim Kiru, they sold him to the Ishmaelim. Okay? Bayim Ishmaelim Limidyonim. Bayim Midyonim Oh, so Rashi is different. The Rashi says, This goes back, They pass by there. So what happens is, who did that? The bnei Yakov, from the pit. Who did that? Uh, also the Yakov, but they sold them to whom?" To Ishmaelim. See, it doesn't say in the Pesach. It says the I thought you said that the Midianim pulled them out. And no, no, I made a mistake. Okay, so again, no, I'm correcting myself. So, who pulled them out? The Bnei Yaakov. And Vayal would bring up Yesh They sell him to the Yishmaelim. Presumably, it was the Eshmaelim that the Pesach says before. And then, they go ahead and sell him to the Midianim. And the midyanu go sell them to the Mitzrayim in the order of the of the uh, of the POSIK. But the POSIK, I don't know why the POSIK uh, says in Chofches that these five words Nashi, Midyanim, before the Vayim Shechavayalum. If the Torah wants to tell us who sold them later on so the Torah should tell us afterwards. It uh, seems like the right order would be that Vayim Shechavayal which refers to the first story and then or to uh, talk about it later on. Anyways, this is why the Post says here. We go to Post. So Ruven goes back to the pit. He wasn't there at the time that Judah gave the advice that they sold him to uh, the Ishmaelim. Ruven. Raji explains two things right. He says, He says, Yosem is not in the pit. So he tears his garment. He returns to the pit and during the sale he was not there because his day has come that he was supposed to go ahead and serve his father they took turns, each one of the brothers took turns to serve their father that was his day to serve his father another shot he was preoccupied with his sack, cloth, I mean, he was doing shuvah and fasting, that he mixed in... So that's why he went away. So, Yaakov, I mean, he was basically not there at the time to save his brother. So it's interesting to point out. Ruvain, right? Ruvain actually went and he tried to save his brother and he was fasting. He went home to serve his father. He was doing all mitzvahs, right? But didn't he end up saving his his brother? No. no. But he did something better. I mean it ended up being better. But but Yehuda, who actually um wanted to make some money, they sold him, you know, they sold them for twenty for twenty silver cats if they sold him, right? Then it says they bought shoes of it, that's why they later on they bought for the twenty the silver they got. Each one got a no pair of shoes. And the Navi later on, when he's rebuking the Yidn, he says that they sold their brother for a pair of shoes, you know. That's the value of a a brother. So, so the, but you see that sometimes people have good intentions, but they miss out at the time when it was necessary for him to be there. He was nowhere to be found. Reuven was busy with mitzvahs, all those things. It wasn't his fault. Yeah, but still, at the end of the day, he didn't accomplish. Yehuda, actually, there was leadership. He was not such a... He, he was, uh, you know, had a, uh, wanted to, um, you know, try to uh, uh, make money on the deal, and, and uh, Yehuda, Yehuda, and they sold him. But he actually saved his brother. But we'll, we'll, we'll talk about this concept in another time. So Lamech, of So he goes back to his brother's room and and he says, the child isn't here." Vani ona ani I where can I come where can I run away so cuz I shall on I know everything where can I run away from the pain of my father of my father pushed a lot of dollar but so they took Yosef's shirt now uh and uh but he's to and they started a goat um um a kid goat <coughs> and they dipped the, the shirt, they dipped it into blood. Now, here it doesn't say the ketonus pasim. It just says they dipped the Kitoinus, Yosef. Now, the thing is, what was Yosef's ketonus? It was unique. So, it's, it is the ketonus pasim. As we'll see in the next posik. Sir See Sir Izim. Why did they do a kid of a goat? Why did they dip it in that? Because his blood of the goat, of the kid, is similar to the blood of a human being, so he took They took it, so he should trick his father, to, so it looks that way. Ha-kotoinus, that's the name, is Kotoinus. The shirt. When it's uh, connected with another word, like in like over here it says, Kotoinus Yosef, or Kotoinus Pasim, or Kotoinus Bad, then it's the nekuda is kisoinus, not kutonus. Um, So they sent this fine woolen coat by They brought it to their fathers by and they said, We found this hakirno. Uh, recognize this. Haksoynis bin Khayi Imloi. Is this your son's Ksoynis or not? Pasuk Lamid Gimel. Vaya Kira. So he recognized it. Vaya Yoymer Nissel. Ksoynis Bni. This is the code of my son. Kha-Yero A wild beast devoured him. Torif Torif Yosef. Yosef has certainly been torn apart. Vaya Yoymer Ksoynis Bni. Bni. Dr. Ashi, his zoo. This is the son this is this this is it. This is my son's. chalosu. a wild beast has devoured him. Now, he didn't know exactly how, he was the the blood was there. What is he saying, chalosu. that a wild animal has eaten him? How does he know? How does he know how he died? He just had blood blood over there. Maybe a person killed him. Dr. Ashi, did the a boy HaKodesh. There was a uh, a flickering of ruach hakodesh in his mind that is by that the end Hashem, uh, that the at the end the wife of Petifar will provoke him so that means a chayar a wild beast the wife of Petifar is the one that will uh, cause him the trouble that's why it says chayar even though achalosu means devoured like he did, but that's the fact that she tempted him, made that's already considered to be achalosu. So why did Hashem not tell him? Uh, Yaakov was in pretty close contact with Hashem. He spoke to Hashem, Hashem told him a lot of things. He knew a lot of things. Why did Hashem not reveal to him what happened over here? because they uh, excommunicated the killulu as called me and they cursed anyone who will reveal what they did is cursed and uh, they included hashem with them they are so they was part they had like a minion over there why? Vinyam didn't participate in it. Really? And Yosef was the one that was sold. And Ruben wasn't there. many so brothers were there. Might. So they needed a minion. Who needed? Why didn't you use so they took use a cotton, you know for me. So they used the habister. They used the for a tent. But you know we already learned we learned using using for a minion, you remember by his doim? Abram also asked and he wanted to be Mitsaref. And Hashem said no. Always said No, Hashem said he consented. Okay? Only by nine, but over here, yeah, but over here, they wanted to make, they made the Abish partner. Partner in what? Not to tell anybody. Whoever tells, you know, is excommunicated. So the Abish agreed with them. Uh, the... ah. So to speak, Hashem, hands were tied. He could not reveal because he was part actually of the. Uh, participated with them, which uh, needs to be explained on the uh, literal level because the uh, brothers uh, did something very wrong, even though at the end uh, it turns out that, as Yosef has told them, that this Lemichyash that it was all God's plan, but in this case, they brought in, they were uh, thinking uh, the, what they were doing, and they brought in Hashem as a partner, how how did this take place, but in any event uh, Rashi continues Avol Yitzchok Hoya Yudeya. Yitzchok didn't know Rashi doesn't say how we know that Yitzchok, knows. we already learned in Rashi before that the sale of Yosef took place 12 years before the death of Yitzchak. Even though the death of Yitzchak is recorded in last week's Parsha, Rashi said over there, but Yitzchak was still alive. And uh, we'll also see uh, in a minute, uh, Rashi later on speaks about um, that he uh, cried, his father cried for him, that actually, Vayev Aviv is a reference to Yitzchak crying for uh, Yaakov. So Yitzchak did know, and as Rashi said, that he cried also because he knew. Uh, But Yitzchak did know. Rashi doesn't say how, who revealed this to Yitzchak. It would seem um, uh, probably cruel for people to go tell this to Yitzchak, especially considering that Yitzchak was already from much before that this was many years this was I, uh, in, in, uh, at that time but it says Yitzchok didn't know uh, presumably uh, this is the same question as Rashi said that uh, how so we have to assume that Yitzchak Hayudei because Gilele because Hashem did reveal to Yitzchok. so Yitzchok know that he was alive. Omar, but he said, "Hey, How can I reveal, um, how can I tell, And Hashem does not wish to reveal to Yaakov. So as Yitzchak knew, Hashem doesn't want to reveal to, to Yaakov, so he said to himself, that how could he reveal? So he didn't tell either. Um, next, passage says, So, Yaakov uh, tears his garment, he rips his garments, and he places a sack, a sackcloth on his waist, and he mourned for his son, over his son, for many days. Says Rashi, what is how many days is the Yomim Rabim? He says he married. He, he mourned for him for many days. So Rashi Chov that he, he mourned for him twenty two years. uh that was from when Yosef separated himself from Yaakov. Ad Sheyorad Yaakov until the time that Yaakov went down to Mitzrayim. How do we get twenty two years? Shenemar. Because the Poseik says Yosef ben rishon that Yosef was seventeen years when he was shepherding together with his brother Hiroy and that's when his father sent him to go at the age of seventeen to visit with his brothers. And later on we find Uben Shloshim Shon No Hoyo then he was 30 years old and the apostle records that Yosef was 30 years when they stood him before Pari and he um, was able to uh, figure out uh, and resolve the dreams that Pari had. So we have from uh, the age of 17 Uh, till the age of 30, in which he came to Paris, so that is uh, 13 years. Then you had Sheva Shnei HaSueva, prior, still prior to Yaakov's coming, you had the seven years of uh, satisfying, when there was plenty, seven years of plenty, Uh, so you add that to the uh, 13 years So you got 20. Then you have Ush Nusayim Hurov, and then you have for two years of the hungers, Kishabo Yaakov le Mitzrayim, when Yaakov came to Mitzrayim, because as Yaakov came to Mitzrayim, the hunger uh, ceased. So Harecho Beishonah, so we have 22 years. And the reason why it was 22 years as Rashi already also brought out before, earlier in previous Rashis, is connected Chav Be'es that corresponds to the 22 years, Sholei Ya'akov but Ya'akov did not fulfill the honoring of the father and mother. Chav Shona because he was 20 years in the house of Lavan, he worked 7 years and 7 years for Rachel and Leah, plus another 6 years for later on in return for the Akudim, the kudim for the special uh, sheep in which he uh, earned for himself. And then Ubeis Shona Baderach, it took two years on route, on the way back home, after Hashem tells him to go back. So we say, there were two years on the route, Bishuvim returning from the house of Lavan. Shona Bachetzi for one and a half years in Sukkos. As Rashi points out over there, that he says, And Rashi says that it was a winter, a summer, winter, and a summer. So that was son of a And then he was Vishisha shechadoshim v'veis He was six months in beis when he uh, came to beis and then um, he finally ended up in Chevron, back to uh, Yitzchak. So Yaakov was end up being away from Yitzchak for 22 years. And Rashi already pointed out that actually, before the 20, before the 20 years that he went to Lavon, he spent another 14 years at the house of Aver or Shem Aver in the yeshiva. And nevertheless, those 14 years uh, he was not uh, punished for, it does not correspond, he did not uh, uh, have uh, more years away from him because he was learning Torah and, and that doesn't count uh, for the lack of kibbutz of him, and therefore that's not... Actually, open in the Torah, those 20, these extra 14 years are not explicit in the Torah. To hide that fact that there was an additional 14 years that Yosef, that Yaakov was away from Yitzchak. This is what Yaakov says, What does it mean? This is to me. You should say to him, This is 20 years. So he says, This is to me, this one of yours, I meaning, you Lie hinder upon me, the and at the end, I am going to be punished uh, for those uh, years. Uh, so all of Yaakov's sons. And all of Yaakov's daughters got up to comfort him. And he refused to accept the comfort. And he says, For I will descend uh, to my son, a mourner, into the Shoil. Rashi has the two shot him over here uh, into the grave. Or into um, a spiritual, uh, a spiritual descent, as Rashi will explain. By Yevk Soi Aviv and his father, the father of Yaakov, in this case, as Rashi explains, was crying for him because, as mentioned, that even though Yaakov Yitzhak knew that Yosef was really alive, but Yitzchak was crying because of Yaakov's pain. Uh, but he wasn't mourning; that he was just crying for him, because he knew he was alive. But as Rashi said before, he could not uh, tell him. So in this verse, the passage states also all of his sons, all of his daughters. So the sons, we know that Yaakov had. Uh, additional 11 sons, besides Yosef, already been Yamin too. So we had 11 sons, so that would be Cholbanov, that would be all of his sons. But who would be the Cholban Who would be all of his daughters? Uh, we only read uh, before, uh, explicitly in the Parsha, about one daughter, that was Dina, which took place, the story with the Shechem, that she was born to Leah, at the end, after having the six boys, six sons, she had a daughter, uh, Dina. So that's one daughter. So what would be whole Benoisov and all of his daughters? So Rashi says, mm-hmm. Rabbi Yehuda says, <speaking in Hebrew> That there were uh, twin sisters that were born with each tribe and tribe. And uh, later on, Rashi says, Vinnosu, and they married them. So there were actually more daughters over there. Uh, and there's a whole long talk, explanation about the Rebbe, from the Rebbe, with regards to this Rashi, between Reb Yehuda, and then the next opinion of Uh yeah Because Rabbi Nehemia says they were you, and that's already they were... Canaanite uh, woman, uh, and the meaning that the women that were married to um, the Shvatim were Canaanite women, and the reason they're called Almav, uh, or why does the verse call, say, all the daughters? There's only one daughter actually, because that is Kaloisov, that means the daughter in laws. With the word Benoisov, is meant here, his daughter-in-law saying, Adam nimna milikray. A person does not withhold from referring and calling to his son-in-law his son, and to his daughter-in-law his daughter. So the understanding of the word according to of Nehemiah V'chol Noisov means all of his daughter-in-laws, that is the wives of his sons, but not really actually daughters. But according to Rabbi Yehuda, he follows the simple meaning that it was Vichol Binoisov. Now the when we say that the Shvatim married them, that the Shvatim married we're not talking about they married their own sisters. They were actually having they had twin sisters, but the they didn't marry their twins, they married each other's twins even according to the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda, because the Ben Noyach would also be prohibited, sisters, if it's from the same mother, that would be prohibited even for the Ben So the venosum refers to marrying the twins of the other brothers. Rashi already has brought down in the previous Parsha, in Perek, Lamadhei Hey, Posik, Yudzayin, when the uh, Posik says over there, about uh, Rachel, when she had the difficulty giving birth, and the uh, midwife says to her, "So Rashi teaches over there, two things: of and that would every tribe there was a twin." there was an additional tribe that was born. So we have already this concept, Rashi brought down before. Now it um, seems from the Rashi, the reason Rashi says that Vinosum, they marry them because it seems like there is missing in the Pesach, if Rashi would have just stopped with Rabbi Yehuda's commentary that that means that there was just uh, twins and they that's meant with Khobanisov, but then they would be missing in the posig why what happened about the Khalisov? What happens to the daughter in laws? How come there is no mention that they got up? And therefore to um comfort Yaakov that is answered with the word Vinosum. so those are the Beno of his daughters were married and therefore they are mentioned over here and uh, then Reb Khamien, when he says he is hoyu, uh, he's saying know that those women, the wives of the Shvatim that you're saying, that were married to the uh, husbands, to the uh, tribes of Yaakov, to the Shvatim, uh, they were actually Canaanite women, and Cholbeno uh, Yisof refers to them because they're Kalosei. This is a very uh, again, beautiful and Richas uh, di explaining this whole Rashi, and ties it in with other Rashi's, with later on in Parshish Vayichi, and uh, and the uh, Basically, um, Rabbi Yehuda uh, and Rabbi Nechemia, you know, are also, um, uh, you know, the the, the point uh, is that Rabbi Yehuda believes that the Shvotim, at least in the public life and with their father, uh, they would. Um, 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 that was okay that they would marry uh, their sisters. mean, haav, which was prohibited after Matan Torah, uh, but they still uh, would do so. That is something that they would do. And Reb Nechemiah, and he'd rather taich benoysav, meaning daughters, literally, even though it means that the shvatim married a prohibited relationship after Matin Torah, and they did it in publicly, and Reb Nechemiah would rather not translate the words Benoisov literally, as long as, generally speaking, uh, they did uh, fulfill the the Torah in the public way, not to marry their sisters from the same, uh, even from one father, which was permitted to Benoyach, but it's still Osir uh, later on. Look into the Sifu and the whole audience. I refuse to be comforted. So, A person cannot accept comfort for a living person that he thinks that he's dead. In other words, if the person is still alive, you just think that he's dead, then you can't accept comfort for him. Because if somebody actually is dead, there is a decree by Hashem that he should be forgotten from the heart. So a person accepts comfort. Eventually you should forget him, so you accept comfort. But, but of a living person, there's no decree to forget him. So therefore, but you don't I forget him. Know, you just think know. that he's dead. But he's not dead, so that's why you don't comfort yourself. So because he's not but really dead. Did he no, he didn't know. But Rashi's explaining, why did he refuse to be Misnachet? Yeah, but he didn't know, so what did he have to do with anything? No, no, but Rashi, no, the Pesach is telling us, describing what pain Yaakov in, it was in from the loss of, of Yosef. But the reason why he Imam this Nachem was because oh, wow. he didn't know. Because he didn't know. He thought he, he thought he was dead, but he was alive, and therefore in a person who's really alive doesn't accept comfort. Aid albani, I'll descend to my sons, a Albany. Uh like uh, uh, over my son. al <laughs> not to my son, but because of my son, Loshn Al. Shmuel Bayz Khafal Falb, El Show, Welbys <laughs> Adamim. Uh, so it means al hilakach <laughs> arnalekim. The most chamir of the isha over there too. It means al. Ovel shayilos <laughs> k'terashi kipshutoi. It means loshin <laughs> keveru. According to the simple meaning, it's a term uh, meaning the grave. Be- a cover. Meaning while I'm still mourning, I will be buried. In other words, my mourning will go on for the rest of my life and never stop. <laughs> Yaakov is saying I will never. Yeah. Well, he doesn't know. He thinks he's dead, but he says he's not going to ever comfort and the medrash says that the shayil here is Gehinim. He'll go down in he'll go down in Yaakov. He says he'll go down not in mourning, but he says he'll go down shayilah in the Gehinim. He'll go down to to Gehinim. This was a sign to me from the from the mouth of Hashem, from the mouth of the powerful one, from Hashem's mouth. If one of my sons does not die none of my children any one of my children will not die while I am alive I can be guaranteed that I'm not going to see Gehenim but now he says I'm going to go down Ovil, I'm going to go down to Sha'il, I'm going to go down to the to the Gehenim so according to this interpretation Sheolah means Gehenim first of all means just to the burial so Rashi says not like you would think to me think that it means Yaakov was crying for Yosef but Rashi says Yitzchok o'yibaycheh he was crying because of Yaakov's problem, but he wasn't mourning, because he knew that he was alive. So Rashi is saying, because in the past you see two things. First you say that um, that he didn't want to comfort, and then you say, which is much stronger than just crying, and then he said, that's Yitzchak, Yitzchak couldn't do anything. Why couldn't he do anything? Because then he he was under uh, oath not to make uh, any... Uh, say anything. Yeah, go ahead. By huh. like the shvur that we learned before. Yeah? Va' oh. Medonim The Medonim sold him to mitzrayim, As we learned before, the Ishmael sold him to the Medonim. Le'Paitifar siris paroy. To Paitifar, who was... Paris uh, uh, Chamberlain, a Sris means a an officer over there appointed in in Paris uh, Palace. Sris Paris, Sarata Abochim. He was the chief. He was the chief of the slaughterers. The chief butcher over there. This was the pertifar, and that's the one that Madonim himself him to.